And the Chicago Bulls continue to find ways to lose. This part of the Chicago Bulls season is called the struggles continue as the Bulls drop an overtime game to the New York Knicks after fighting back kind of strongly on a big play to get into overtime. The Bulls get their ass kicked tonight going down uh, by nine. We're going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Uh, the struggle continues. I wish I could say the marathon continues, but it's the struggle continues when it's the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls just continue to find ways to lose. Um, when you look at this game, the Bulls did have a much better second half, as we've come to expect. They actually won the third and the fourth quarters, only lost the first quarter by one, but it's that eight points that they lost the second quarter by that ends up being exactly the margin that they lose this game by. The Bulls, at times, very good defensively. Bulls, at times, got into rhythms offensively. But like I said on today's pre-recorded episode, the struggle with the Chicago Bulls team is simply this. It's not a consistent effort from the Chicago Bulls. You don't get to see this team and say, hey, this is what this team does well. This is what this team is going to come out and execute today. DeMar DeRozan, terrible first half, again, per the course for the Chicago Bulls. He goes 8 of 18 from the field, but 16 of 17 from three from the free throw range. He ends up with 32 points. Zach Levine, 11 of 23, 25 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. But And Nikola Vucevic, let me talk about him as well, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks from Nikola Vucevic and 19 points in this game. But all that doesn't matter. This Chicago Bulls team, uh, Andre Drummond, another 12-minute game from him, which I said was one of those things to look out for. Kobe White, 28 minutes, but Kobe White played really good in this game. Uh, four rebounds, two assists, his ability to put the ball on the floor, only 12 points from him. This team until it, it has to. At this point, it's out. The jury's out. This team ain't it. This team doesn't have it, right? And like I said before, I'm not sky is falling. The team could very well turn it around, but do you want to risk that? That is the question that this Bulls front office, the coaching staff, you've made a, you've made a bet. On this coaching staff, you gave Billy Donovan an extension for several more years. That means your bet is on Billy Donovan. Your bet is on this coaching staff. And so because of that, you can't change the coach to get a different result at this point. You're not going to. Let me say you can't. You're not going to change the coach to try to get a different result at this point. So that leaves you to look at this team and to truly evaluate what do you need to do for this team to figure it the fuck out. Is that a trade for Kyle Kuzma? Is that a trade for Miles Turner? Is that a trade for whatever? It, it like, and I'm not, I'm not an advocate of trading to fix issues, but when you look at this team, it just this team has too many times of being flat. Javante Green, 10 minutes in this game, six points. Derrick Jones Jr., 11 minutes in this game, two points. I this is what I think. Derrick Jones Jr. has played great for the Chicago Bulls. Do not get me wrong. But there's only so much that he can do at his side. If you could combine Javante Green and Derrick Jones Jr. to one player that then was going to be getting 20 minutes off the bench, that'd be that'd be different. Javante, again, we've talked a lot about Kobe. We've talked a lot about whatever. Javante's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. He's 29 years old. He very well could move on. Are you going to pay him big money and Iota Sumo in the same offseason? This is something has to give and something has to change with this team. And as every day goes by, the likelihood 
of that change coming internally lessens. I'm still giving it a chance. There still is a chance that that change happens internally. But every single day that goes by, we are 57 days away from the trade deadline. You got 57 days to continue to evaluate this team and hope that if you wait those 57 days, that the season hasn't gotten completely out of hand by then. It's so many questions with this team. Zach Levine, boneheaded decisions again at times in this game. Big shots of time in this game. It's so up and down with everybody on this team. I've made the comparison before. I'm going to make it again. For my long-term Chicago Bulls fans, this feels a lot like the 2007-2008 season, doesn't it? I'm just saying. It feels to me a lot like the 2007 2008 Chicago Bulls to me, and that isn't a good feeling. Now, yeah, it ended up good, but that team owned their own first-round pick. This team does not. Like I said before, every single day that passes by, every single game that passes by, the likelihood of the changes that we need to see coming internally lessen every single time, every single day. They lessen by a percentage every single day. Patrick Williams had some really good defensive possessions. Even Alice Caruso, I will say this, Alice Caruso had some good defensive possessions on Julius Randle as well. Overall, did they defend him well? I know that somebody, some people who don't watch the game are going to look and say, well, Julius Randle got got 31 points, 13, and 7. He was cooking. The Bulls couldn't defend him, but he was 8 of 19 on those shots. There are times where the Bulls did defend him on possessions the way that you needed him to do, but guess what? Every single time the Knicks needed a big-time shot and Julius Randle took that shot, he hit it. Every player on this Knicks team, for the most part, when they needed big-time shots, they hit it. We can talk all day about the refs, the the first half, and the free throw discrepancy there, but guess what? The Bulls ended the game only three free throws less than the New York Knicks. Like I said before, this front office made their bet. They bet on Billy Donovan. They made their bet. They they bet on Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan is going to be the head coach of this team for the foreseeable future. Right or wrong, agree or disagree, that's what this is. So that means that the change can't be the coaching staff now. It's not going to be the coaching staff. We can hope that it was going to be the coach staff. Not going to happen. They say Zach and DeMar is untradeable. Okay, Zach and DeMar is untradeable. What are you going to do with the rest of the shit on this roster that's not untradeable? This is this is a disappointing place to be for Bulls fans. It just is. By the way, if you guys are in here, this is your first time in here, make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. But with that being said, this Chicago Bulls team, as I keep saying, as I titled a video about a month ago, this ain't it. This ain't it. We can blame Billy Donovan. He definitely has his place in this as well. But guess what, too? We are trying to fit pieces that don't fit together together. I think Zach and DeMar, I mean, yeah, Zach and DeMar can play together. I do think that that's a possibility. But you need then to trust your point guard to be a point guard. Because I'll tell you what, if you're trusting DeMar to be the distributor, if you're trusting if you're trusting DeMar to be your de facto point guard and run the offense, it's not working. It's just not working, right? Insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a goddamn different result. Something got to change. Unless you want this result to continue, and the Bulls will be a team that finishes the season 32 and 50. That's what they're on pace to do. To finish the season 32 and 50. On a, and that wouldn't be, let me not say it wouldn't be good either, but then you could see some upside in that. If you owned your own first round pick, you don't. Ain't no benefit in that. 
what this team is going through right now is a design. It is. Like, it's designed and built into the way that this roster is set up. It's not just Billy's coaching. I know a lot of you guys are going to, rightfully so to a degree, are going to type in there and talk about Billy Donovan's coaching, but it's not just the coaching. It is not just the coaching. It is not just the coaching. We can't blame everything just on Billy Donovan. And if you're in this chat and you talk about Vooch, I know you didn't watch the game. It's not Vooch either. Now, Vooch very well, very well may be the piece that ends up being traded because he's an expiring contract, but it's not Vooch. Vooch ain't the problem on this team. This is the roster that AK and Eversley bet on. This is the roster that they sit there and said, we need to add shooting and rim protection and size. Added some size. Didn't add much else that you talked about. It's tough, bro. It's tough. The, the Bulls are in a position that is one of the worst positions to be in in all of sports, and that's middle of the goddamn pack. Little Squad says this. The Knicks are the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA, and they shoot and they shot 52% against us. This is what happens. When you, when you play the Chicago Bulls, you might as well go ahead and say, hey, I'm about to get my career high on three-pointers. They do it every single time. Alex Larez says the uh, issue tonight was not turnovers. It was the rebound discrepancy. I mean, that's huge. But we've seen the Bulls be out-rebounded and play again. Again, the Bulls were in position to win this game rebounding or not. But I do agree with you. When you lose the rebounding battle by 17, that's hard. That's tough to overcome, right? That's what we say about the Bulls in the Bulls' wins. Do you remember when's the last time we had a game with Drummond and Vooch in double-digit rebounds? Do you remember what that looked like for the Chicago Bulls when they had two centers in double-digit rebounds and how much pressure that put on other teams? Where the hell that at? It's not going to happen playing Andre Drummond 12 minutes. I'm losing a lot of your guys' comments, too, because you guys are going off today, rightfully so. Blow it up. Blowing it up ain't the answer. Zach takes the worst shots, and he is our max player. Trade Zach. You're not, they're not trading Zach Levine, and, he's, and he is not by far the worst. Well, you said he takes the worst shots. He takes some definitely some bad shots, and he needs to get that together. Peter, something I said in the halftime hangout, I'm sick of Pat only taking six shots when he's actually playing well. They don't run any offense for Patrick Williams. Every Pat, every shot that Pat gets is by just him just saying, hey, I'm open, I'm about to take the shot, or putting the ball on the floor. Bulls are over. This team won't even make the play in. Fucking ass garbage. Listen, not to say that I, like, it's way too early to say that for sure, but this team is absolutely trending that way. Absolutely trending that way. Can't even be mad at you saying it. Blah says, wow, you were right about the 07-08 fit. That's what this team feels like. This team feels like the 07-08 Chicago Bulls. And like I said, the difference is that team owned their own first-round pick. And they got lucky. Or if you believe the conspiracy theories, the NBA gave them the first overall pick to get Derrick Rose. Young Brevy says, uh, Billy D still coaching the Bulls. I didn't expect them to win. Goodbye, Billy D. He will go No, he won't. Let me tell you why, young Bre Brevy. They, they gave him an extension. This team is a cheap team historically. If you fire a coach while they still have years on the contract, guess what? You still got to pay them all those years. And reportedly, him and Jerry Reinsdorf talk every day. The Bulls aren't firing Billy Donovan anytime soon. If that's what you're betting on, he's not getting fired anytime soon. I can guarantee you that. There's not many things that I would guarantee you, but considering the situation and how it went, he's not getting fired anytime soon. You might as well take that. It's not happening. Here goes this idiot ass, dumbass here, Mr. Prove Me Wrong. Kobe took out, he's th plus three, and Alex is negative 12. LOL, Bulls not going to ever win until they start or trade Kobe. You can get emotional. You know, you're a fucking idiot. 
It's not about emotion. It was just about facts. Kobe White was the starting point guard and had opportunities to start. I know you're going to quote your, oh, he has a starting record. When it's not just Kobe White is not the answer to the team. You're a fucking idiot. Now, he did play great. And that's the thing that I hate about dumbasses like this that pick narratives rather than actually talk about basketball is that you make me talk bad about a player that actually is playing good. But the answer is not starting Kobe White. If you are a basketball fan and you watch the game of basketball and watch this Bulls team and you think that this it's going to solve things starting Kobe White, you're a fucking idiot. I don't I don't even I'm not even going to take away from that. I'm not even going to apologize. You're a dumbass. That's just flat. Your mama failed with you. Also, I feel like Drummond didn't play that good of a game. Not all on him, but he just uh, but just a thought, unless I'm tweaking. No, you're not tweaking, Alana. First of all, don't be switching your profile pic. You throw me off when you do that. But with that being said, um, it's this. Uh, no, uh, you're not. Like, Drummond didn't play the best at all. He didn't play the best. Oh, see, this is where this dumbass, bitch-ass nigga gets on my nerves. First of all, bro, you're in the comments of my channel that you keep getting cooked. You keep coming back here for attention from a grown-ass man. You literally get cooked every time you come in the comments, and yet you come back. You know why you come back? Because you're you you, you, you you're striving for attention. And as a light-skinned person, I can understand that you do that. But listen, it's not coming for you. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't it. This is not the hill to die on. Your mama failed with you, stat Quinn. Just deal with it. It's over with. How many uh, shots did Vooch take in the second half? I can tell you what, it didn't feel like a lot. That's for damn sure. Julia says, what went wrong? Everything. Literally everything. My dad in the building says, uh, we're in a terrible situation right now. Just terrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. But but between everything that's going on, this is the worst spot to be in in sports. Mike S., uh, right now, every Chicago team is literally the worst in their respective leagues. Chicago has a sports town right now. No, don't, don't shit on my Chicago sky. They're not in a good situation. I mean, they're in a bad situation. <laughs> Brendan L. Jet says, get off the damn like button. That's funny, bro. V.O. Walker Hayes, what's good, my G? What happened to the playmaking DeMar from San Antonio? This fool does not pass the ball. I, I wish I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. What do you mean you don't dis... No, I said coaching is not the only issue is what I said. I didn't say coaching wasn't an issue, right? Keep in mind, I don't know how often you watch my channel. I, did, I will never say coaching's not an issue. It's not the only issue. It's not the only issue. And even though you say they did nothing, no, they did something, right? They made it to the finals. I don't think Billy Donovan was the coach then. But again, that team was even designed for uh, James Harden wasn't the Harden that he became when he left that team. But again, I'm not defending Billy Donovan's coaching. I'm just saying Billy Donovan is not the the coaching staff isn't the only issue here. Bathlore Payne, great point. Uh, Pat gets no touches in the end. Vooch touches the ball like twice in OT. This is unacceptable. Yeah, and you know, they put up that stat that DeMar DeRozan scored the last eight points for the Chicago Bulls, which is all cool because it was going. But they were running no team offense. No team offense. It's that. It's it's an issue, man. It's definitely an issue. Gary in the building says, "Hey, I'm making a video tonight. Hope to get your thoughts on it. What's your channel, brother? Send it to me on Twitter because the the chat's going crazy. I guarantee you, I'm going to lose it. I, I won't get it. Uh, all right. Super chat in the building says, uh, "Bro, the sky is falling. No, it's not. The sky isn't falling yet. But I do thank you for your super chat." Jihad Dean, yo, Hayes, that pick we have in, in uh, 24 will be franchise-changing pick. I'm already, I'm already checked out this season. I'm ready to see who we draft. Pre prepare to suck, Bulls fans. Prepare to suck. Damn, bro, you checking out to the 2024 draft pick? That's tough. That's tough. 
The education, James, this roster high ceiling is the second round. That's it. That's why they need to shake up the roster. Don't trade Zach or DeMar. Build around them. Get a defensive center, more shooters, etc. Well, that's the issue, right? Because it's easy just to say to get a defensive center. But again, the defensive center has to still have certain things for it to not negatively impact the spacing on this team. Because DeMar DeRozan is basically your low post scorer, if you bring in a center that's just defensive-minded, that can't pass, for example, that can't at least shoot a mid-range shot, you're going to congest this team even more than what it is congested with with ball movement now. So that's one of the that is one of the restraints of how this roster is built is because Demar Derozan is such a and I don't I don't mean this in a negative way. I just mean it in an honest object in an honest evaluation way. Demar Derozan is a limited player in the way that he gets his points, and because of that, you have to have a certain amount of skilled players around him. So. If the Bulls, for example, were to get the defensive center that you mentioned, at that point, the Bulls would have to use their point guard as a true point guard, meaning they'd have to let them run the offense. Billy Donovan has shown a reluctance to do that. Even when Lonzo Ball was healthy, he wasn't running the offense. So if you just replace Vooch with a – it's easy just to say, hey, let's go out and get a center that does what Vooch doesn't do. But then you'd be missing also how even when Vooch's shot isn't falling – how he does space out that offense, how he does with his ability to pass, make it make when players are moving without the ball too, how he makes it difficult for teams to just set up in, in the mid-range. If you have a, a defensive center that has no offensive skills or very limited or only operate around the bucket, all that means is that the defenders are going to have even an easier time to, to guard DeMar DeRozan because they also don't have to worry about a, a, a center that can stretch the floor. So it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Terry Crew, and you're a fucking idiot then. Like, period. I don't give a fuck. Your mama failed you as well. And this is, oh, you know what? And this is how I know people don't watch basketball because Levine has putting together one of his best defensive seasons by every defensive metric. Watch basketball. Don't be in the comments being a dumbass. Your mama tried to birth you so you can do better in the world than this. Do better. I'm not even going to talk bad. I'm not even going to talk shit. Do better. Watch actual basketball. Don't come in these comments of people who actually watch basketball saying stupid shit that can easily be proven by every single metric in the NBA. Zach has not been horrible. The one thing that's been most consistent about Zach Levine's game is his passing and his defense this season, which is completely surprising because if the shot ever starts falling, Zach's going to be a dangerous guy. Everybody shoots good against us because we just help for no fucking reason. It it be good defense and someone helps and then the pass comes for a wide open shot. That's a great point. That's a great point. I need to see Zach attacking the rim more and more. Completely agree with you. And it seems like he's starting to get more comfortable with that. It seems like it's starting to come for him. Um, but until he trusts it, it's just going to be up and down. Like we need Zach Levine to get back to being the Zach Levine that operates in the mid-range. We need Zach Levine to get back to being the Zach Levine that can cut through defenses and hit. And he tried it some of this game. All right, we saw a little bit of it this game. I don't want to act like it was completely non-existent in this game, but we don't see it have the success that it once had for him. So we'll see what happens with that. Where is this Drake want to be at? That's funny. Hold on, because you, 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 you know I'm an asshole, right? First of all, the dude's beard looks fried. Like he, Like he literally doesn't hydrate his beard at all. Why am I such an asshole? I got to stop doing this shit. I really have to stop. But listen, this is the dude that's talking about start Kobe White. First of all, brush your eyebrows. Second of all, stop trying to hide that receding ass hairline with that hat. Third of all, what is that? That's not a beard. You can't call that a beard. Don't you ever call that a beard. Bro, literally, like he needs, he needs help.
He needs help. Petty Rose vote on the way, y'all. Listen, you just you just gotta you really have to just stop like seriously. You just with people like that, like you just gotta question and ask themselves, did your mom not cuddle you when you were a kid? Like, is that is that what your issue was? Sick of these joke ass efforts. I feel you. Definitely feel you. I definitely I'm right there with you. Melvin says, told you, bro, this team, unless something changes, is playing at best. Remember you said this month was the test for the Bulls, but so far it's not panning out like we hope. This is just who they are. I agree. This is just who this team is. And that's kind of what I said on my pre-recorded video today. This is just who this team is. Uh-oh, Joker showed his face. I didn't see. Where's Joker at? Uh-oh. Joker be tripping. He means well, but Joker is literally the leader of the sky's falling Bulls fans. This is what y'all need to understand. We are like the Bears in last year of pace. This team worked with Zoe, and when Zoe got hurt, experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today up in our face time to regroup and couple with a plan well it wasn't just the zo thing it wasn't just zo right the, t- the the nba teams just figured the chicago bulls out last season any trade thoughts on tr- on trading for rudy gobert rudy gobert's not available they're not looking to trade they're not looking to trade rudy gobert vo walker says we got to get off this uh, my turn your turn off well, yes we have to play as a team and we're not doing that I'm so not wanting to see this team be broken apart, but at the same time, where are the answers? Somebody tell Zach to stop being so reckless. It's a lot of things that needs to help with this. A lot of things. Joker, I got it. The bench is good overall, but here's what I'll say, right? Is that you got to put the bench in good in good positions. And there still is a, a lack of size from the bench, and it gets evident in some games. So while our bench is good overall, I do like the bench is just a statement. That doesn't mean that the bench can't improve because either some size needs to come or something Um, because it definitely does hurt the team at times. Definitely hurt the teams at times. Watch your mouth. Not all Chicago teams are doomed. Hey, Bears will go from worst to first next year. Sox with new manager, if healthy, will compete for the division. I agree with you on that, On especially the Bears. The Bears are going to be good next season for sure. Um, The Sox, listen, I just, I always worry about the Sox. Always worry about them. But again, my Chicago Sky, I'm not going to back down. My Chicago Sky are the best team in Chicago right now. Definitely. I get what you're saying, Hayes, but the fact Vooch needs touches to really get value out of him in the offense end is counter to both Zach and DeMar. This isn't enough touch. No, there is. But the, you actually have to run an offense. That whole it's not enough touches thing only applies if you don't have a coach that can get creative. To me, there's enough touches for every single person on the court. You just have to use those touches correctly. When a team takes 84 shots in a game, there's enough touches. You just have to be smart and creative in how you use the players on offense. And we don't do that. We don't do that. Pubes. <laughs> hey, look, he legit looks like if somebody tried to draw me from memory. Like, it's like, hey, get the wish.com version of Hayes. That's how that's you get. You get Stan Quinn seven. <laughs> John Dean says this is the best Bulls podcast. Hands down, bro. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. 
hey, hey, you know what's crazy? I thought that was a clown from the group because he always sucks Kobe off. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. That's not his beard. That's your pube hair on his chin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, especially if you don't manscape in a while, you know, it is what it is. Uh-oh, Ricky. I got Ricky on him. Ricky, Ricky, listen, once Ricky goes in, it's funny. Man, I did say that coming into the season. I absolutely did say that. I mean, I didn't trust the way that the Cavs were going to come together. I don't think we're necessarily – I still don't have the Hawks as an overall better team than us. I think if you, if the Hawks and the Bulls play the seven-game series, the Bulls can come out on top on that. But the Cavs, the Cavs are on a different level. I've, I said that before in a video. I had to completely eat crow on the Cavs. The Atlanta Hawks, I'm not going to say they're better than us. They're right now only two games ahead of us. I'm not saying they're a better team than us. But I will say this, especially when we've had a much harder schedule than the than the Hawks. But the Cavs, the Cavs are legit. I can't take away from the Cavs. They are definitely legit. My little brother Steve-O says, I'm saying in terms of Zoaz the glue to have the team work on his best in certain schemes and roster one player, and then certainty of that player can cause everything to crumble. I, I Again, when Bulls started crumbling, it was losing him and Caruso, which were both our best two defenders at that time. Now, I do say this, is that having Zoe, but... Even Zoe, when he comes back, is not going to be Zoe. It does help things, but the way that this team's playing, it wouldn't fix everything. But he did make the offense go a little bit, a little bit smoother. Definitely in transition. He made he imagine a pick and roll between Lonzo Ball and Andre Drum. That would be bananas. Shay, what is Shay going on? For all you guys that say Patrick Williams is not a power forward, doesn't really watch NBA nowadays, the fact that he's not being used right offensively is the problem if you actually watch. Completely agree. A lot of the people say Patrick Williams, and it, it, that only starts because he start he came in in his rookie season was the starting small forward. A lot of the players that people say, hey, the Bulls should go out and get, I'd be like, you do realize you literally just said, go get this guy because Patrick Williams isn't true power forward, and Patrick Williams wingspan and he weighs more than the guy you just suggested. I'm just saying, right? And especially with Patrick Williams and the ability he's... What up, Ricky? Hey, I know that clown-ass nigga. That nigga name is B. Skrilla. Anybody want to look that nigga up on Facebook, that's who it is. I can get y'all niggas a link. That nigga's a clown. He's been sucking Kobe off for two years, Dick Ryder. He's ridiculous. <laughs> How the fuck you going to sit here and say every season we don't play and we lose? Did Kobe start last year and we made the fucking playoffs? <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, but you, 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 you know why you can't hold it against him? His name is literally Stan Quinn. He's a Stan and an idiot, bro. This is it. <laughs> and he got Kobe No, you can tell by his hairline he can't grow curls. Oh my god. <laughs> but all right, bro, let me get back to the stream, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, that's one thing I love about my people, bro. Like, you can't, you, my people come through, we pull receipts. We pull receipts. But let's see what we got here. Love to have Zoe and Dre out there and having uh, Goran as insurance policy in case Zoe goes down again. Well, the thing is, the the issue is, is that by time Zoe does come back, Goran may not be on this roster. It may be similar to, you remember when, uh, Damn it! Who's the player that I'm thinking about? We had that shooting guard, and we and it was he literally been the perfect shooting guard next to Zach Levine, but Zach never came back healthy. Damn it! What was his name? Was it Mario something? I can't remember off the top of my head now. You know what? You are absolutely right. Let me go in here. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Goon a mod. We're we're gonna we're gonna get Auntie in here right because Auntie deserves to be a mod. Hold on. Let's go ahead and let's get her let's get her this work. Auntie deserves this work, not negative work, good work. Let's see. All right. Let me do this. 
Do that. I got to find... Auntie, leave something in the comment real quick so I ain't got to scroll through so I can find you easier. There she goes. Let's see. Bam. Auntie's now a mod of the channel. There you go. Great. This is, I don't know if this is Bobby or um, C-Dub. Pat ain't the problem. It's the stars. Completely agree with you. Marco Bellinelli, that's who it is. That's... I, I, yeah. That's exactly who it is. Norman in the building says, what's so frustrating about these losses is that you can't pinpoint them on one specific thing or area, which makes it even harder to adjust to a game-to-game base. Exactly. And the, I said it on the pre-recorded episode today. Like, legit, this team, until they establish, like, something, right? It's something different. Like, you can't bet on this team to do any one thing right every single game. And and, and that's, that's how you build things. You have to say, hey, one thing, if nothing else, we know we are going to be a three-point. We can shoot threes. Or you can say, if nothing else, we know that our brand of defense night in and night out is going to be one of the best brand of defenses in the NBA. That's what the Scott Skiles Bulls team was able to do. They literally, every single night, you knew that team was going to give effort defensively. So whatever came elsewise, if they went through scoring droughts, whatever it was, you knew that that team was still going to give it in defensively. This team doesn't have that. This team doesn't have that at all. And that's an issue. That wasn't a report, Brandon Peck. That was speculation. So I always tell you guys this, right? And this isn't even me fussing or being an asshole. I always tell you guys disseminate, meaning when you see something, go and look where it came from. That wasn't a report. There was no, there's been no report that Zoe isn't coming back this season. Woj was interviewed, and he says he doesn't think it's likely that Zoe came back, and then other outlets took that headline and ran with it. There's not been one single report that Zoe isn't coming back this season. But like I said before, Every day that goes by, that becomes more and more likely. Antoine says, Patrick Williams is a truly good player. Love his defense, and Kobe is getting better. His ball handling has improved. Don't be surprised if the Bulls keep Kobe next year. Hayes. I've every Go back. One of the first five videos I ever posted on this channel was saying the Bulls would be crazy to trade Kobe White. Everybody in the comments, oh, you're crazy. He's definitely gone by the trade deadline. Didn't go by the trade deadline. Came in this season. I did say that the Bulls may trade Kobe White. But they may also, don't be surprised if he does some things that they end up keeping him around. And again, Kobe isn't playing to the level where his extension would be out of this world. But the, the biggest question with that is, is that if they do extend both Io and Kobe, even to moderate deals, let's say they both get a base contract of $9 million, an average that's like 10 or 10 and a half, 11. That means that the Chicago Bulls would then at that point be spending $90 million on guards when you look at Lonzo, Zach, Caruso, Kobe, Io, Gorn. That's over $90 million in just guards. So while there is absolutely a world Kobe White could stay here, if that does happen, if Kobe and Io both sign extensions, Gorn probably isn't coming back for sure, and you better hope Lonzo can stay healthy. The real issue, the other team puts the ball in the hoop more than we do. It's simple as that. I don't know if Levine's low IQ ass. Yeah, he does know that because he's playing much better defense this season. I, I agree with you. Uh, uh, Frenchie says, Hayes, if our coach isn't going anywhere, that means some players got to go. That's I 100% agree with you. That's exactly what I was trying to get in, get say by, by saying that. That's not what disseminate means, Hayes. Oh, well, fuck it. Let's see. Disseminate. Did I Have I been using that word wrong this whole time? No, disseminate. Spread. I guess I'm not quite using it right. I get what you're saying with that. Okay. Well, also, it says to s- sowing a seed. I just mean, hey, disseminate ideas. That's all I mean. Uh, listen, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, man. When we play defense, we're worried about 
tough mid-range shots, then leaving three-point shot uh, shooters wide open like Caruso and Randall. Williams helped, then someone else come for no reason and leaves open three. Yeah, that's what Ricky Fontaine said a little bit earlier. This team overhelps sometimes on defense, and I think that just becomes the fact that they're not a confident defensive team. Again, you they get out to these terrible-ass deficits or have these terrible-ass first halves defensively and then try to come back. I dis- completely disagree with that. Mike says, I'd rather see Drummond get Vucci's minute. He's more reliable defensively and offensively. Billy's playing the wrong personal and makes horrible adjustments. No, Drummond is not better than Vooch in any stretch of the imagine or more reliable offensively. He's just not. Sorry. He's not. Go and, go and actually look at some of it. Go to crafted, um, craftednba.com. It'll break down everything for you. Vooch is not nearly more reliable offensively. If you look at, and even this, I got to say this because I love, let me clear, I love Drummond. I love his role as a bench player. But a lot of Drummond's rebounds also come because he puts the ball up and gets his own rebound. That's a lot of that. But he's not nearly a more reliable offensive player. And honestly, defensively sometimes on -on one-on-one defense, on man-to-man defense, he hasn't been the best either at times. He's been much better than Vooch at times for sure. I'm not going to say that. I think Vooch is... Vooch's highs on one-on-one defense and Andre Drummond's highs on one-on-one defense, Drummond's much higher than that. But let's not be let's be clear here. There are some games where Drummond is absolutely horrible, horrendous defensively, especially on rotation. Legacy James, the uh Caruso and Randall mismatch was he, Caruso did better than I was expecting in that matchup for a couple of possessions, but I, I definitely agree with you. Auntie in the building says it's been almost a damn year and his ass still ain't ready. This some bull- this some bullshit. Agree with you. Maurice Jeffries in the building says, what up, Hayes? Would you say Pat Will is about as good as Todd Gibson was when he played here? Better. I'm, I'm t- the difference is, I will say this, Todd understood his role a lot better, and Todd was a better shot blocker, at least at this point in his career. And I would say that Todd was probably even a more versatile defender at times. Uh, but they're very similar plays when you look at the lateral uh, quickness not being the best. Wingspans are close to being the same. But I think that Patrick Williams has way more offensive upside than what Taj ever had. Well, Taj and Taj was a more back-to-the-basket score, but, yeah, there's something to say to that. Brandy Nicole in the building says, at this point, you have to implement every player into the offense and defense. Malcolm Hill, Bradley, Terry, all players have to play. Well, Malcolm Hill is a two-way player. He's not going to play. Tony Bradley, no, he doesn't have to play. I don't think you need a. You don't need to incorporate goal fourteen down on your on your depth chart. But the players that you do play have to be fully incorporated. You can't add more players. Malcolm Hill is a two-way player. He's not going to play a lot. He can only play fifteen games in the NBA, so they're not going to play him unless there's injury. Tony Bradley's fucking terrible. He doesn't need to play. But I will say this: is that. The players that you do give minutes to, you have to actually use to their abilities, and he doesn't. Like we we run a very simplistic offense. Kobe needs to do something with Bulls himself. Bulls definitely gotta keep spoiling Kobe. Gotta keep spoiling Kobe. I don't know if they're spoiling Kobe. Kobe's playing good though, in my opinion. Here goes Alana falling asleep again because she can't stop. Put the weed down. Put down the weed, Alana. Lay off the weed, Alana. Come on, man. Stop smoking the devil's lettuce all the time. You got to let it go, Alana. You can't keep getting high all the time. Like, come on. Get it together. Bro, every single game we let people get hot early in the game, then try to uphill from 20-point deficits. It's mad. Oh, for sure. Absolutely agree with you, Billy Donovan's gum. Goon says, I don't even come on Bulls podcast to watch Bulls. I come to kick it with y'all. Bulls with some hoes. Damn, Goon. That's hilarious. Keith Don't Miss says, yo, Hayes, can I get a mod? I'm in here every night. You got, listen, 
if if the other mods vote you in, this is a game. It's gang gang. You got to get a vote from Brandon L. Jet. Alana got to vote you in. Uh, Ricky Fontaine. If we, if you can get three out of the four of them, you can get in. Did you play sports? You don't ever give. What are you talking about, bro? What are we talking about? Do you think AK will have the the balls to back on continuity for next season, assuming we miss the playoffs? To back on? Do you mean to to to? Oh, to bank on. Got you. Got you. See, this is why you read everything. Um, no. I listen. I mean, he may, but if he tries to bank on continuity again without improving this bench drastically or doing something, it's listen. Fans may riot. Puff puff. Pass Amara Rosen. Yeah, hey, listen, back to Amara Rosen. Except the Bulls have won games without Zoe. Like, Keith is another idiot. Keith and Stan Quinn are both two of the biggest idiots in sports I've ever seen in my life. Like, literally. Just dumb. They're just stupid. Hayes, do you still have any hope for the Chicago Bulls, or do you think the season is doomed and they won't make the playoffs? I have hope. Like, it's, it's going to be – it's a long time away from losing hope. As tight as the Eastern Conference is, the Bulls – if they go on a – even if they go on a, on a four-game winning streak, that four-game winning streak can take them from being 11th to being 7th real quick. So, no, it's way too early to, to say it's all over, but I tell you what, it, 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 it can be real rough. It can be real rough. Aegis coming with the stats. He says, Voot shoot 7-15 to 15 in the right corner, 4-6 in the left corner versus left wing, center, right wing, 3 of 12, 18-52, 11-14. sight, let him shoot in the corners. You can't argue with results. All right, let's see. And erase them damn 20-port de deficits just to drop the game. It's crazy to see we can do it, but literally we only have one game where we put the foot on the opponent's throat, the mass. Listen, and yeah, and they were missing the top, the leading scoring in the NBA. Um, listen, if the Bulls could take the defense that they play in the third and fourth quarters and then make that just how they play defense throughout the four quarters of the game, even if it's a little bit less, right? Like, for example, the Bulls are the second-best third- and fourth-quarter defensive teams in the NBA. I don't expect you to be that in the first and second quarter, but if you can be top 10, games look completely different for, for the Bulls. Brandon L. Jett says, drop a $100 Super Chat, you'll get my vote. That's wild. Dad, all right, if Dad votes him in, too. If Dad, vo if Dad votes you in, then you good. All right, good. That, that's what happens. <laughs> I heard of some N-word in the chat with bad sports taste and beard hair, and that's a tough combination. Hey, man, I, listen, I'm not saying that it's that it's, that it's it's as bad as the space between your top lip and your mustache, but it's worse. It's <laughs> That's my God, man. <laughs> Steve-O speaks says, why you disclose my secrets in the YouTube streets? That's hilarious. That's funny. Oh, I missed it. Brendan, the whole CEO out here, bro, bro got, has got retirement bread. That's funny. That is hilarious. Mr. Christopher Hayes, at the end of the day, we have a bunch of OT losses and a couple of lucky buzzer beater losses. We're really not that far off from this being a different mood in the chat. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you look at the the games that the Bulls have been close in, but at the end of the day, it's this. You can have a season full of close games. If you lose them, you lose them. Steve-O, you're not a mod? I had no idea, bro. I, I just I just assumed you were a mod, brother. I'm not even going to lie to you. Steve-O is, is really not a mod in here? We got to fix that now. That gets corrected right now. Bam, Steve-O's a mod. How was Steve-O not a mod? I don't understand how that happened. <laughs> Mel Ice Spice. <laughs> Leave my homie alone. I'm the only one. I'm the only one who could, who could crack jokes on Pat. <laughs> the <laughs> oh, hold on. Y'all wait a second. Wait till y'all see this. Oh, man. Ricky Fontaine is, is going straight to hell. Wow. Wow.
Come on. Now my phone will take long. All right, there we go. All right, bet. I'm about to pull something up. This is hilarious. This is funny. This is why I say you got to come in here and be respectful. You can't be coming in my chat trying to disrespect me because I'll tell you what, we don't play that. But I got something for y'all. Just wait till you see this. This is crazy. Come on. Come on. Download. All right, there we go. There goes Stan Quinn right there. There he goes. That's wild. That's crazy, man. That that's that's wild right now. That's that's crazy. That is wild. How did we get here? We always we always joning on somebody after a loss. I don't know how people be coming here and get roasted, but dang, that's deep. That's deep. That man hairline is basically touching the back of his neck. That's crazy. That's big wild in these streets. That's crazy. I think that's I think that's where we're gonna end it at. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time to go ahead and end it. That's that's crazy. That's wild. All right, man. We done. Um, that is it for today. Y'all make sure you guys are tuned in <laughs> to Locked On Bulls as well, because we're about to go over on Locked On. Hold on, wait a second. I gotta show y'all something. Wait, right, give me one second. Hold on. Give me one second. Before we go, I just gotta get this joke off. Hold on. Hold on. Cause I just I just gotta I gotta I got this this I gotta joke with Pat for a second before we go. Tell me this ain't Pat to the designer. Tell me that don't look like Pat the designer. If you just throw a Bulls logo, a Windy City Breeze logo on that, on the shirt there, tell me that, tell me that don't, that don't look like Pat the designer. Tell me it don't. That is like you throw a mustache, a, a, a cap on it. That's literally, that's literally Pat the designer. <laughs> and the aqua like, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> Black on Bulls is about to be real funny tonight. <laughs> All right, y'all. I love you guys, man. Go Bulls. See Red. I'll see you guys over on Locked On Bulls. <laughs> Peace, This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.